Oh, hello, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Crystal, and I am so glad that you are here. Whether somebody shared this with you, or maybe you just came across it, uh, hit the subscribe button so you never miss out on anything happening here on my podcast, because I'll just be honest, you never know what I'm going to post. So <laughs> if you're not subscribed, you might miss out. Um, but I have my friend Emily here, and this can be more like a conversation. Um, actually, this came out of uh, Pastor Brian was speaking this last Sunday, and he posed a question of just like, what kind of gift receiver are you? And he was talking about how some people, when they receive gifts, they're really fun, and then some people aren't. And I've been pondering all week on this thing of like, what if how we give and receive gifts is kind of like how we approach God? And so I wanted to have Emily in on the conversation. I was like, I don't know if I fully agree with this, but this (laughs) is like, here's a good way to, you know, yeah, I can argue my with myself. Yeah, if yeah. So I was thinking, um, so we kind of like dialogued back and forth about it. Um, but just, okay, so there's five different types of gift givers. Are you ready for this? Ready. Okay. So the first type of gift giver, the person that's giving the gifts, right, is number one, the genuine gift giver, right? The genuine Mm -hmm. giver. This person is like, uh, they are genuine in it. They put a lot of thought and pleasure Mm -hmm. into giving people gifts. Like they're so excited about it. They do it with intentionality. They're not just giving you stuff like out of their, um, like closet like they're actually not like regifting things yeah and, like finding stuff around the house and yeah. wrapping it up masking it as a present like this is Gosh. like a genuine gift giver like it, when you think about it it's like the magi right it says that they brought to him gifts right but then they opened up their treasure like mm. they gave out of abundance like more than what was required like they were like genuine givers mm-hmm. and number two the status hound and this person, uh, they're the costly gift giver, and they want everybody to know that how expensive their gift was, uh, how much it was. They want, like, their joy is in the extravagance, but out of pride of, like, mm-hmm. I did more than anybody mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, number three, the wolf in sheep's clothing. Um, this person is, it's all about them, and they're going to give you a gift, and it doesn't really matter if you like it or not. It's just about it being, like, convenient for them. So this person might be a re-gifter. Um, they're just going to give you whatever is easy for them. Um, but they also give it as a form of manipulation um, to you later of, like, well, I did this for you, so shouldn't you do this for me? And so, yeah. <laughs> uh, number four, the power player. Um, this is the perhaps the worst kind of giver. Uh, they give it as a stab. So they give gifts to like be backhanded. And whenever I was reading about this, this girl wrote um, about her mom. She said that her mom gave her a Christmas gift that was either two sizes too small or something that would look hideous on her. And it was her way of reminding her that she was overweight. Wow. It's terrible. Horrible. Actual terrible. Horrible, right? Would this be the same as somebody who, like, gives so that they can, like, um, remember I gave you that last week, so I need you to do this? I would say it's a wolf. That's the wolf? Yeah. Okay. I think that's the wolf. The power player, I think they're more like... They're giving it to you, like, as a backhanded compliment. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, I got you a cookbook because you always make terrible meals. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I got you a gym membership because you said you wanted to lose weight. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. I, I know a husband one time, he wanted his wife to clean house more. And so he bought her a vacuum for Christmas. And she cried really, really hard. Dang. Yeah, she was so sad. He's was like, that, is this you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would cry if Brian I was like, cry. here you go. Do this. Yeah, no. Yeah. It was a friend of mine. Yeah. And she cried really, really hard. Wow. Yeah. She was like, out of everything I wanted for Christmas, it wasn't like, here's how to serve me more. Yeah. That's yeah. terrible. Actually terrible. Um, number five, the complainer. And this person just, they give you gift, but then they want to complain about how long it took to get it, how much money it cost, how long they waited in line. They tell you about all the inconveniences of giving that gift. So yeah. those are the five different gift givers. And then there's the gift receivers. Um, there's five different gift receivers. There's the, sens- there's the sensitive one. They cry with every gift. There's number two, the ask questions. And they're curious, where did you get it? How did you know I like this? Uh, what store did it come from? How, da, 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 like all the details about it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that this actually does this? And the fun fact about this is this and questions, like all the questions, right? Emily's like pointing at herself. She's <laughs> like, this is me. Yeah, I do that. And then number three, discontent. Um, this is a person in our family. They will literally, we have a running joke in our family that whenever you get this person a gift, they take it back and get the best version there is out there. So if you get them, I remember back in the day we bought them, um, the whole family pitched in and we got like the maps thing for your car, you know, mm-hmm. cause we didn't Garmin have maps on our something. phone. Yeah. yeah. Garmin. And he took it back and got the best version. This is going to date it. He took it back to Radio Shack and Dang. got the best version because we didn't get the Primo. We got like two tiers down, you know? And so he took it back and bought the best one. So the discontent uh, gift receiver. And number four, the hype one. Even if they don't like it, they're like, this is the best gift ever. Like nobody has given me a better gift than this gift, the <laughs> hype person. And then number five is the grateful one. And they're just deeply grateful for everything they got. And so I have this thought and I was talking to Emily. I was like, I don't know if I agree with this or not, but I was like, what if the way that we give and receive gifts is also how we give to God and how we receive from him? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, it's one, I mean, you always say that like the way we do anything is the way we do everything. But I also think like, um, it's a practical example, like an outward expression of what's going on in your heart. Yeah. You know, and that's undeniable. I think that there's obviously, like, um, small, like, things that could change, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like maybe God is giving you gifts that's easier to receive or yeah. harder to, to receive than, yeah. like, AirPods. Yeah. But I do think it's undeniable that there's a correlation between the two. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, because I was even thinking, because I've really been, I mean, like, legit when I say this, I've been pondering upon this all week. Uh And, like, I thought about it with the status hound on the gift giving. Yeah. Of, like, I give more than anybody. Yeah. Like, I can think of people in their relationship with God is, like, I serve more than anybody. I give this, I do this, yeah. like, it's all, like, status. Totally. Or the wolf in sheep's clothing of, like, okay, God, I did this, so now... To manipulate. You right? do this. Yeah. 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 Yeah, totally. I do think that there's a definite correlation. 
I don't think anything is like always 100 percent 100 yeah I'm not saying this is like a hard fast fact it's just something I'm pondering but I do think it's like it's a great I mean I had the same thought like on a personal level this week of like I wonder like when I gave a gift and being like I wonder if that's how they receive from God do they have like issues being able to receive from God yeah. Like, feeling like they're worthy or, like, why did you get me this or how did you think of me? Yes. Like, those kinds of things of, like, I think that there are, like, there is things that, like, God wants to give us that we're, like, mm, I don't even have the ability to receive that. Yes. Um, for lots of different reasons. But Well, I remember, okay, because we talked about this, like, when we were going back and forth. And we're, like, how can you, you're, like, what is a practical for somebody? Yeah. And I remember when the Lord told me a long time ago, and I'm still not great at this, and I try really, really hard. But when somebody, like, compliments me to just say. Receive it. To receive it. To not push it away, mm-hmm. but to go, thank you. Yes. Like, to absorb it, to let it become part of you. Yeah. When they're, like, oh, you look pretty today. And you're not, like. Oh my gosh. Like, oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But try so hard to be like, wow, thank you. And so I literally say now, I need you in my life every day. Like, because I'm like, okay, yeah, I actually need this affirmation, mm-hmm. even though I really want to push it away. Yeah. And it was hard for me because I didn't feel worthy of it. I still don't. You know, when people mm-hmm. say things to mm-hmm. me, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. I think I always try to express like uh the effect that the encouragement has on me yes um you're really good at that thank you you are is yeah like when someone says like oh like you leading worship today like it was so good whatever Uh i'll be like thank you so much for like actually telling me that like it means a lot to me or it may it like it's so encouraging that, like, you met with the Lord today. Yes. Like, I'm really glad that I got to be a part of that. Like, because that is how I feel. I feel, like, really excited that you are impacted, right? It. I think that when you are... Would you say, would you say though, whenever the, like, because thinking about being better receivers, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say that the first thing that comes up is, like, the voice of insecurity of, like, um, or was it for you initially of, like, wanting to push it away? Because I feel like for me... I still am like when people are like, oh, that was a great message. Like insecurity comes up first and I get the choice of whether I'm going to act on the insecure voice or to receive it. So the insecure voice would be like, oh, it really wasn't that good. I I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like to push it away or like to justify why I felt like it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I think truly it's the like the healthier your thought life is, the easier you are able to receive things like that. And so, like, um, even, like, with appearance, so if I, if my thought life is, like, you look freaking weird, and what the, f- what are, why are you wearing that today? And, like, mm-hmm. you look like this, like, and it's all really negative. Even when someone gives you something, it's really hard to receive. Yeah. Because it doesn't match with what you already believe, mm-hmm. right? But whenever your thought life around something is healthy, yeah. when someone says something, it just makes that voice louder. Mm. Right. So, right. So I used to be well, insecure. Well, it's uh, the power of agreement. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it's 100%. It's like, agreeing with inner held fears mm-hmm. and beliefs. Like, I believe whenever I lead worship that people will encounter the Lord. So when someone tells me that, I'm like, thank you. 
I am so glad. You're so good. <laughs> right? It's because, yeah. but if I went up there when I was younger, and I thought everybody's staring at me, watching about every single move I made, I kind of had a weird inflection in my voice at that one point, probably minute 3.42, like, whatever, and I'm thinking so much about myself in those moments. Yeah, you're not even exalting the Lord. You're no, because you're thinking so much about yourself. <clears throat> like, when someone would compliment me, I'd be like, Oh, no, no, thanks. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, because, and and truly would walk away and be like, not even remember the person said that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So well, I do we, think. We went to a dinner the other day. I thought you looked beautiful <laughs> and you walked out feeling insecure. Yeah. And you're like, nobody complimented me. I was like, I was in front of two people when they complimented you. And exactly. You're like, Oh, and I was like, and I was only with you at this event for like less than five minutes. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure if I heard two people, there was way more. Yeah, but I walked out being like, no one said that. But it's because I had a voice of insecurity that was so loud, right? Yeah, it was pushing down anything good that. Yeah. It made you deaf to what anything, any contrary voice. Yeah, so I think with people with gifts, it's like often their voice says, no, like, there's a voice in their head that says, you're not worthy of receiving anything. Yes. That you didn't earn. Yes. Right? And that yes. might be a core value that they're living by mm -hmm. that they don't even realize. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as they get something, a gift, mm -hmm. right? A gift, like, really given, not out of merit, but mm -hmm. just given. Mm -hmm. You don't know how to receive that because you have a core value that says, I don't get anything for free. Yes. I only get what I deserve or that I've earned. Or yeah. If the, they gave me a $100 well, gift, so I'm going to give them $100. So, oh, I just thought about this. If you're a manipulative gift, gift giver, then you feel like God's manipulating you when he's giving you grace. <gasps> Interesting. Which is why you don't want to receive it. Mm. Interesting. Go farther on that. Okay. Because I have so many people, they're like, yeah, but what if God makes me do something I don't want to do? Yeah. Yeah. And what they're saying is, I believe God's a manipulative gift giver. Mm. Like, he's given extravagantly because he expects something extravagant back. Yeah, he's going to... I remember this one mm. time somebody was like, I'm scared that if I give my life to Jesus, he's going to call me to China. I was like, do you feel called to China? And they're like, no. Mm -mm. I'm like, well, God moves your your heart before he moves your person. Right. So he's going to give you a passion for the people in China before he just moves you there. Yeah. And I'm not, like, demonizing China, so please don't hear that. I'm right. just saying, name any kind of country, Antarctica, Russia... Sweden, wherever, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's that belief of because I am manipulative, God right. must be manipulative too. Or what I've been shown. But, and I'll say, I think with status people of like, um, the people that are like, uh, they match gift for gift. Like, okay, if they give me a $50 gift, then I'm going to give them a $50 gift. Then they do that with God, mm. right? God, I did this, so now you do that. Yeah, which is actually... I feel like that doesn't work at all. It doesn't. I mean, like, you could never give. No, what none God's of these given. philosophies don't work, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, but that's why I was like, maybe we're not receiving. Like, maybe if we became this Christmas season, like, keenly mm -hmm. aware of how we're receiving the gifts mm -hmm. that we're getting. So, like, when you're around your Christmas tree this year, and you're unwrapping gifts to, like, be aware of your thought process. Mm -hmm. And then ask yourself, is in what ways is this true with God? Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, am I approaching the throne of grace Mm -hmm. in the same way? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think there's times I think uh, I've found myself more in in one or the other, like, types of receiving. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I was thinking about recently (laughs) that I was, like, I was the question person the other day. I was, like, do these fit? Do they – is this the right one? Is this the right size? Where did you get it? How long did it take to get here? Mm -hmm. Right? And, um, like, when I'm that way, like, I don't know what the root of that is. Um, I think sometimes it's, like, uh, it could be, like, a mask for something. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm asking questions, like, I don't know. Like, why would someone be that way? Mm-hmm. Uncertainty? Yeah. Maybe like what I keep hearing in my head. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, when they receive a gift, why would... I don't know where that root comes from of, like, why would you be the person that's, like, why do you have questions when Because you can't you trust something? the source. Yeah. Like, you can't just get it... It's kind of like, so, like, uh, I'm thinking about this Hmm. as it correlates to our relationship with God, right? Yeah. Of, like, I don't know that I can receive this from you unless I understand everything around it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, grasping for control, too. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. I don't know. Yeah. I was just curious because I was like, I don't think I'm always I don't think I can build a whole theology around (laughs) gift-giving, gift-receiving. It just makes me curious to seek to understand in my own spiritual life. Yeah, 100%. I like, think in your own life, do you find yourself asking God a lot of questions and what he's giving you right now? Um, I don't know. Probably. I do. I think I ask a lot of questions in general. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I like to ask questions, but... Um, I think that the spirit behind the questions does change. Yeah. You know? Well, it's like, okay, so I've always thought about this because uh, John's dad, Zacharias, and... uh, Zachariah. Zachariah, thank you. Zacharias in one translation, though, right? Do they call him Zacharias and then sometimes Zachariah? Maybe, I don't know. I know it's Zacchaeus, which my notes kept (laughs) changing his name to. The other day, I was like, no. That's so funny. My grammar is so bad. I told Brian that the other... Or, no, Emily, she was like, does TJ Maxx have two X's? I'm like, I don't know. I'm terrible with grammar. Maybe it has one. <laughs> maybe it has two. I don't yeah, know. Zacharias. Zacharias, and then also Zachariah, right? I think. We can move on. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> so he asked the same questions that Mary did. Yeah. But some was Zacharias. Some was Zachariah. See? That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. And so, um, wow, I question myself sometimes. I shouldn't. Um, but he asked the same questions that Mary asked, but the difference was uh, the Bible says that he was seized with fear. Hmm. Mary felt fear, but she wasn't seized with it. Hmm. And I think the difference was, like, it was to the point where it was, like, affecting his actions yeah and you and i talked about this the other day it's one thing to feel fear it's another thing where it begins to control us yeah and we're all gonna feel fear like that's part of the human condition yeah right just like you're gonna feel temptation temptation in itself isn't sin it's action on the temptation that's sin yeah yeah Right? Like, you're going to be, I mean, Jesus said, if you've even looked at a woman, you've committed adultery with her. So, I mean, to Jesus, that standard, but what I'm trying to say is, 
Like we're never going to be void of the feeling on this side of eternity. You're going to have feelings of fear, but it's when it begins to seize you. That is the the biggest thing. So I would say the root of the question was different for Zachariah than it was for Mary. Mm -hmm. For Mary, she felt fear. She asked questions, but at the end of it, she was like, your will be done. Yeah. And I think the questions aren't bad as long as our end of the discussion is God, your will be done. Like, even if I don't understand, even if it doesn't make sense, even if I don't have it all together and just fun side note on Zachariah the priest went in this is just free is mm-hmm. this okay yeah so the priest would go in and put um go in there to the holy of holies and his whole purpose was to intercede for the people hmm. so to intercede for who the people, the people. Mm-hmm. but he goes in and okay so there's 20,000 okay people in the Levite tribe And so for you to go in once in your lifetime was like a miracle because there's Mm 20,000. It's like, so there's, it's like for them to get it, it's like winning the lottery. Mm -hmm. Okay. And he's old in age. So to retire at 50, you are no longer able to serve in the priesthood anymore. Wow. Yeah. Which means he was like 49 or 50. So he's right here at the end of Mm -hmm. his service Mm -hmm. and the lot falls to him and he goes in and he's not making intercession for the people. He's making intercession for himself. Wow. Yeah. Think about that. And he goes in and it says the Lord has heard your prayers and he starts talking about how he's old age. So he's talking about his disappointment he's had with God. Mm -hmm. He's talking about all of that. Anyways, I just, I think about that with him. The problem wasn't his questions. Mm -hmm. The problem is like the way he came in, Mm -hmm. like he came in like so focused on his past disappointment with God. Yeah, He was supposed to be making intercession for the people. He comes in thinking about himself. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's yeah. just like a lot of layers there. Interesting. I'm giving you like a fledgling, like baby <laughs> message. Thought. Thought. Yeah. 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 There's no, lots good. of these in this podcast. I think I see it of like two about God's grace, you know, when he silences um, Zachariah. Oh, which I, I want to talk about this of okay. like, okay, imagine you're Zachariah's wife <laughs> and he comes home and he can't talk and he wants to be frisky with you. Yeah. She has no angelic She's visitation like, at all. Joseph got one. Mary got one. Shepherds got one. Like all these people got one but her. Like yeah. she doesn't have an angel show up to her. She's like, wait, my husband can't talk. Like he had this like powerful encounter with the Lord. He comes home and he can't speak, but he wants to be frisky with me. Mm-hmm. Like what the. Yeah. Like, was he doing sign language? <laughs> I'm like, nobody talks about the faith of Elizabeth. No, she had it. Dude. Like, when she saw Mary, she knew. Yeah. She had strong faith. She had strong faith. She did. Nobody talks about her. I'm like, Elizabeth is like unsung hero of Christmas. And then <laughs> um, I just would like to submit this to you, that Joseph's gone AWOL and the reason why Mary, I think, goes to Elizabeth's house is because Joseph goes MIA. And your Bible says in Luke 1 that she was there for three months. Wow. Which means she's like got her mute husband, which means he can't serve in the role of priesthood at that point because he's now flawed. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's at home. Their whole family dynamic is jacked up and she's helping Mary. Yeah. 
And she doesn't have any kind of like awesome visitation from the Lord. She's just acting on straight up faith. Yeah, it's true. And we all know that Mary gave her a concert solo. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just saying out of all this, I think, I think for ourselves, like I, I would, um, I hate when people like formulate things, right? But I think for us, out of fear, sometimes what fear does, like the difference between Zachariah and Mary is his focus was all on himself, like mm-hmm. he was consumed with it, mm-hmm. and it was consumed around his past disappointment with God. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, sometimes the questions aren't bad, but when they're rooted in past disappointment with yeah. God, and they're all focused on self-preservation, totally. then we're missing the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. So. I do think that. I think... It's uh, the questions like, are you seeking to understand or 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 what, right? What's yes. the heart behind that? Yeah. Are you trying to push God or like, or you just like want to know his heart? Yes. Right? Yes. And then I think like what we've talked about, we've talked about before of like, um, I think when God feels manipulated, uh-huh. like, I mean, that's just real. I've done where I'm like, okay, God, can you do this by this date? Yeah. What the heck? Like, and just been like super gone down into a deep hole when it doesn't happen. Yes. Which, I mean, side note, because Mary in her whole song in Luke 1, I love that she talks about like, he's, he's the God who worked, um, it says here, even as he promised to our forefathers, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. She's like, yeah, God is great in my generation. But God is, like, so much bigger. Like, I'm not boxing God into this timeline of mm-hmm. what's going to happen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Like, he was the God that was existing pre- before me. Mm-hmm. And he's the God that's going to exist long after me. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so much bigger than my timeline. Yeah. He's so much bigger than this, like, space yeah. on earth that I'm taking up. Totally. And it's, like, it's, again, like, kind of going back to your thing of, like, manipulation of timeline. Like, even for our own self, like asking ourselves, like, am I that kind of giver to God? Yeah. Am I doing it with a heart of manipulation? Yeah. Um, am I doing it with this timeline in mind? Totally. So, yeah. I think, so what would you say, like, on gift giver? Yeah. I mean, for this, I feel like you're, we know we're supposed to be the genuine one. Yeah. I and not be. supposed to be the others. So, but things that make us a genuine giver, right, is like, I think all of it is, like, it flows from the heart, mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. Both giving and receiving is what we've talked about, like, yes. throughout is, like, okay, God, like, um, not only, like, let my, even during this Christmas season, God's told me to, like, only give, like, what brings you joy, right? Mm-hmm. Give out of a joyful heart. Mm-hmm. Don't give out of, like, obligation. Yeah, the complainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't do it out of obligation, but, like, think of things even when I think of people and I'm like what do I want to give them it's like I've I feel like I've invited God into the process too of things like that not Mm -hmm. just like a list of things to get Mm -hmm. because that's so feels so empty to me Mm -hmm. but like God what do you see in them like what do you want to give them oh that makes me happy too Mm -hmm. like I would love to be able to like bring that into their life you know yeah. and so being that like nothing's worse than being like on somebody's list that they're buying for that they're doing it just out of obligation yeah like oh i have to do this and they give it to you and they're like not really excited to give it to you it's like yeah. i'd rather just like 
I don't need anything. Please no. just don't give me something out of obligation. No. And I think that that's too. And I would love to say I've always been genuine, like, in every season, but <laughs> I've not been. No. 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 I know. And I, I just think. You said I know. <laughs> Thanks. I meant, yeah, we all have been that. I'm kidding. You know? And so. You're like, yeah, you definitely haven't. God. <laughs> I haven't been on the reciprocating end of that. But um, just the same way that God doesn't want, like, God doesn't want us to give out of obligation either. Yeah. And so if you're like, well, I have to go to three services and I have to be in worship for this many times. I have to pay times. my tithes. Yeah. I'm like, like, you're not paying your tithes. You're returning your tithes. Or you say, I have to go work at church instead oh, of serve. when right? people say I have to work. Or I have to, yeah, it's all of that. Honestly, like, I know the Lord's heart is not like, I'd rather you just, like, go and fix your heart first. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. It's just, like, I think that, like, he wants you to be like, oh, my gosh. Well, you look at it, like, with husbands and wives. Like, if Brian was like, well, I've got to hug my wife today. I have to tell her I love her. Like. Truly. It's gross. I've had those conversations. (laughs) If it's out of obligation, please just don't. Just don't. Like, Like, actually don't. Let's just skip that part. But I think the main thing what I want everybody listening to to get away from this as we're going into Christmas is just to be aware, like, of how you're giving and receiving gifts. And as you're aware of your emotions and motives around those, to just invite the Lord into that and ask God, God, does this reflect um, anything about my relationship with you? Yeah. And if it does, uh, God, just I invite you into that and take my heart and change it. Yeah. And something I used to pray a lot. Um, and I think I've said it on here before, is like God increased my capacity to receive. Mm -hmm. And so there's so much goodness in God that we don't even have like a bucket big enough to hold it all. And so sometimes he's trying to give us so much, Mm -hmm. even like he's trying to give me so much forgiveness. I don't Mm -hmm. even have enough room to hold it. Yeah. Like my, and then there's like things that we believe that keep us like, Cut it off, right? So when I pray that prayer, he's saying, okay, then I'm going to take stuff out of that, mm-hmm. out of you that is keeping you from, mm-hmm. like, um, having a greater capacity to receive his love, mm-hmm. his mercy, his forgiveness, mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And so even even during this Christmas season, you receive a gift and you're like, I actually, now I'm kind of aware I'm not really good at this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not great at receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. And, like, God, what's in me right now? Mm-hmm. Like, what can you, like, take this out of me, mm-hmm. help me to receive better, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what are you trying to give me that I'm blocking right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. So having that thought process of, like, God, I want everything for you, you have for me. Mm-hmm. Help me to be a better receiver. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And doing it in big and little things, mm-hmm. like from compliments to giving Someone compliments. Someone buys you a coffee. Like, yes. how do you receive it? Like, wow, thank you so much. And like how much joy, like just making KK a coffee. Uh-huh. She like, when she freaks out and is so happy to receive it, right? It's like. It makes you want to do it more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or at least it does for me. Yeah. And I don't do it because I expect that either. No. But it's just like the gratitude. It makes and- it fun on both sides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking about so many things in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want, I want the father to smile when he gives stuff to me. Yeah, because like, wow. I'm like, oh my gosh, really? Yeah, you gave that to me. Yeah, like big and small. Like you're so good, God. Like you gave me this church. My kids always uh, tease me because whenever um, 
they see certain things. They're like, we know what mom will say right now. Thank you, Jesus. And because mm-hmm. I literally do. It's like my first response was so many things. Mm-hmm. Like, because my heart just gets so overwhelmed with gratitude. Yeah. Like, whether it's a sunset or like just the littlest things, I'll be like, wow, thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like so overwhelmed. But I pray, I pray I'm better at that all the way around. And as we go into Christmas, I want to be. Uh, more aware of how I'm giving and how I'm receiving. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, mm-hmm. with all that, love y'all. We love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I hope you got so much out of today's content. Can you do me a favor and hit the subscribe button so you never miss out on any new content here on my podcast? Also, one of the best ways for people to find my podcast is by you. If you will, share this podcast on your social media or maybe text it to a friend. Help me get the word out so we can help others. Also, everything you need to know about today's podcast will be available down in the show notes. I also have a link for you to stay subscribed to my emails so you never miss out on anything that I have going on. So, hey, thank you so much for being here and let's do something awesome for God this week.